good morning good afternoon or good evening depending on what time you're listening to this my name is Tepo H Malawa and welcome to yet another episode of the frozen thoughts diary sexual intimacy and spirituality that's what I've been speaking about that's what I would like to speak to you about today how are the two connected sex and spirituality what defines what is defined as sexual intimacy is just merely having a sexual edge or having sexual intercourse also sexual intimacy how can the two be connected sexuality and spirituality how can i even dare think of the two things in the same sentence you see when when sexuality is grounded in a loving intimate relationship with another person it can increase our ability to connect not just with one another but to also connect with the vastness and the wonders of the universe for generations of for generations after generations humanity has always been puzzled by the powerful life force which is sexuality and has been many has been written much has been written by poets of age and of old and today about sexual desire and passion much has been written about sexuality and and much has been written about muses and how people like your leonardo da vinci had their own personal muse and people like um like einstein also had a muse who helped inspire them and helped them view life in a new heightened plane and who helped them reach a new frequency of inspiration that's how powerful sexual intimacy can be when it's coupled with love or spirituality because when sexual desire is separate from a loving connection it can become a very negative and empty sexual experience or rather empty experience which is separate from the whole which is separate from all that makes you you but what helps a a sexual relationship become intimate because so often for many sex has become an exercise it has become a chore for many sex has become just something that must be done and yet we are all sexual beings we are all products of sexuality and we were meant to enjoy and explore that aspect of us as well but somehow religion is over the generations has hijacked that aspect of our nature and tried to suppress it by mind control using scriptures and as a result many people who feel and desire sexual intimacy do not feel it do not have it because of the shame and guilt and embarrassment that comes with with being sexual that comes with being sexually liberated but even the bible commands us to to enjoy our sexuality with our wives and and our husband you know it was paul who in the book of first corinthians 7 somewhere in verse 8 that now to the unmarried and the widows i say it is good for them to stay unmarried as i am but if they cannot control themselves they should marry for it is better to marry than to burn with passion for the longest of time people have felt guilt and and shame in being sexual beings and yet even the bible testifies that sexual energy is something that is part of you it is your biological right to be able to to feel that aspect of you that it is so important that it is burning with many burn with that passion
many are burning with that sexual passion that is within them and it urges them to marry if they are burning with passion you know in the book of proverbs 5 verse 18 to 19 it was solomon who wrote and said that may your fountain be blessed and may your may you rejoice in the wife of your youth a loving doe a graceful deer may her breasts satisfy you always may you ever be intoxicated with her love one would think i'm reading this from the scripture from some erotic magazine or some and yet it's not this bible that we all love and believe in encourages us to enjoy each other's body or between wife and husband that if you are burning with passion then marry and and enjoy the wife of your youth even in the book of song of songs solomon was quite explicit in how he expressed his desire his his sexual awakening or sexual attraction towards his bride or his maiden when he wrote in the book of song of songs chapter 7 as well that how beautiful you are and how pleasing my love with your delights your stature is like that of the palm and your breast like clusters of fruits i said i will climb that palm tree i will take hold of its fruits may your breasts be like clusters of grapes on the vine the fragrance of your breath like apples and your mouth like the best wine may the wine go straight to my beloved flowing gently over lips and teeth i belong to my beloved and his desire is for me come my beloved let us go to the countryside let us spend the night in the villages let us let us go to the vineyards to see the vines have budded if their blossoms have opened and if the pomegranates are in bloom there i will give you my love close quote in song of songs 7 verse 6 to 12 and i find it so all striking when i was reading on this subject that i'm trying to explore with you on sexuality and spirituality and i i was in awe of how solomon wrote his this poem or this letter to his bride with such vividness with such explicitness how he speaks of the pleasing sight of his bride and how his touch is like that of the palm and how her breasts are like clusters of fruit and how he would climb that how he would climb that palm tree and and take hold of its fruits and how he then goes on to to speak of her breasts and how they are like clusters of grapes on that vine that and how the fragrance of her breath is is like apples and her mouth is like the best wine if this is not sensual and erotic then i don't know what is and i'm i'm sharing this with you so that you can understand the context that it is not the sexual desire that is the problem it is not the it is not being able to feel the sensation or being a sexual being which is the problem the problem is in your belief of of sex and sexual intimacy and sexual desire for the longest of time religion has tried to mind control masses into into feeling guilt for having sexual desires instead of just helping us understand them instead of helping the masses understand and learn to deal and live with them the religion has used has used sexuality to to mind control and make people guilt feel a sense of guilt and shame for the longest of time and yet we are all sexual beings in fact we are such sexual being that paul commanded husbands and wives to be sexually available to each other in order to avoid temptation 
He then encouraged Christians to remain unmarried unless they have a strong sexual desire. So according to Paul, battling sexual temptation is a significant reason for Christians to marry. So what happens when the man who marries because he bends only finds to only goes to find that his wife doesn't bend? This is a common struggle for many Christians, many who marry because they can't contain the sexual edges and because sexuality is not understood and and because most times people just do it as the primary motivation we find that most men and women face a lifelong struggle to to control their sexuality and because of the guilt and shame that comes with with sexuality over years of reinforcements in the church and in society and by being chastised for for being sexual in any way or form we find that the struggle is is between our hormones and our higher aspirations most men face a lifelong struggle to control their as to control their sexuality because of of the struggle between the two between what is natural their hormones and their higher aspirations of being alive and one with nature it is a battle between the the seemingly uncontrollable edges and the fear of succumbing to these edges and ultimately sexuality is a struggle over integrity over right and wrong uprightness and wholeness as dr archibald heart once wrote and it is for this reason that i want to explore this subject with with honesty and and with vividness and and hopefully as you listen to this you can also help liberate yourself sexually and and that you are able that you'll be able to to meet your to not just only embrace your sexual aspect the sexual aspect of your being but to to embrace it along with your spirituality you know when sexual union with another brings us to when it's combined with love when it's combined with understanding and when it's done not as a as a platform to go release your sexual energy so it's it's if it's not treated as just something that must be done if it's treated with love and with care and gentleness and as a way of serving your partner if sexual intimacy is treated as a way of awakening one another to higher planes of of ecstasy to higher planes of awareness and understanding of as a way of helping one another live more as a way of helping one another marvel at their senses to be able to feel and hear and see and smell if sexual intimacy or sexual union is done with the intent to make your partner feel more loved as a way of giving love and as a way of praising one another and bringing our two separate journeys our two internal worlds our two in our our being together in order to elevate us to a state of godliness where we are one with the creator and we are able to create a new life where it's about the soul the mind and the spirit then we find the fulfillment we so long in sexuality when we are able to couple it with love and understanding and and service to to the partner or even to ourselves when sexuality is grounded in 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 a loving intimate relationship with another person we find that it can increase our ability to connect with the vastness of this universe and and when sexual desire is separate from a loving connection we find that it 
it becomes negative and it becomes a source of of discontentment a source of dissatisfaction even a sort a source of resentment when sex is done outside of love and outside of service for one another the first thing in order to liberate ourselves from sexual guilt or in order to pre- one of the things that, some of the things that prevent us from embracing ourselves and our entire being especially our sexual side is that we need to let go of all the guilt and shame and just learn to embrace ourselves without judging ourselves i mean sex is something that is universally common amongst all human beings and i believe that god when god created it he meant for us to to feel fulfilled and satisfied and connected in it however you will never find a spiritual connection in sexuality unless you surrender yourselves and you open yourself up to your partner and you open yourself up to loving them and embracing them and allow yourself to feel the sexual sensations and and emotion like you've never felt them before what helps a sexual relationship feel satisfying and connected is always a relationship that is satisfying and deeply connected so one can go have the wildest sex with another human being but unless those two human beings are have a sense of connectedness and a sense of belonging to one another a sense of surrender to one another a sense of security with one another they will never truly reach that level of sexual intimacy as it was meant to be that level of sexual intimacy that has been spoken about for generations by by poets that level of sexual intimacy that has inspired people like Leonardo da Vinci to draw the best of their work that level of sexual intimacy that has inspired people like Einstein to to be able to think up their thoughts or some of their most brilliant thoughts and it is because sexual intimacy coupled with love and understanding and the desire to to love another the desire to know another that level of intimacy it elevates us to to higher frequencies of thought to higher frequencies of creativity think about it that when two human beings come together in passion in in love they the force the life force that is between them is so powerful that we become like god the creator who has made us in his image in the sense that we can create another life in our own image as well in the image bit of you as of you and i as as sexual partners it tells you that there must be some spiritual force in there considering that even doctors can study the human body but they still cannot explain the breath of life so the fact that a breath of life can be can be brought to life or to earth just by the mere act of sexual intimacy or sexual intercourse it tells you that there is great powers in in sexual ecstasy in sexual desire that when sexual desire is separate from a loving connection it becomes just sex it's like having sex with a prostitute except because it's spiritual we still become one sex is not something that one should just do with anybody because it is something that is meant to elevate us to to new levels it is sexual intimacy is is about connecting with another human being on an emotional level on a physical level on a relational level and on a spiritual level as well so sexual intimacy should be to consummate what 
has already been awakened on the spiritual level, on the soulical level, the intellectual level, and the, and the emotional level as well. Because we human beings are, are three in the sense that we are mind, body, and spirit. And the least important of those three is the body. And so by learning to connect with another on a spiritual level, by learning to connect with your partner on a spiritual level and to connect with with yourself on a spiritual level and to know, uh, to be able to know the other person's soul. We, once we have, we have that level of intimacy on those two most important fields, then the kind of ecstasy, the kind of sexual intimacy that we can share becomes even more heightened. It becomes more than just about satisfying our sexual edges and it becomes more than just about releasing our sexual edges onto another human being but it becomes about serving the next person it becomes about satisfying and fulfilling the next person and making them feel loved and appreciated for many people the desire for sexual union and ecstasy reflects a deeper desire for spirit and a sense of oneness with the universe so many people end up um, rushing from one relationship to, the no to another, seeking for that sensation they once received in a previous relationship, that cosmic feeling of sexual passion, that desire of feeling like you're one with the universe. And so people tend to run th from one relationship to another, seeking that thinking that it's it's that it's sex that they either want or ecstasy when in fact it's a deeper desire for spirit for a sense of oneness with not just your partner but one oneness with the universe that kind of sexual intimacy that makes you feel one with nature that makes your skin feel alive with sensation that kind of sexual intimacy that makes your you, your vision become clearer, the colors become brighter, and the sounds become more fine-tuned, and, and the smells become more exotic and more alive, and that kind of sexual intimacy that is all fulfilling and as it was meant to be, that kind of sexual intimacy that awakens our entire being as humanity, as human beings, and that is of service to another. It is so rare to find because of how sexuality has been perverted by society, by, by the church and the world generally. Sex has been a, an area of our life that has been so, um, so controlled, so um, scrutinized. And, and as a result, we have a world that is addicted to their sexual desires in private and people are watching porn and masturbating in private in shame and, and with guilt when they were meant to actually embrace every aspect of their being. There's nothing wrong with being sexual or, or embracing your own sexuality in, in whatever way that you feel comfortable as long as it's done from love, as long as it's done in love and not as a, an abrupt way of just letting your sexual edges be. When sexual desire is separate from a loving connection, it, 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 it sickens one over time and it forms a, a sense of resentment and a sense of, of disconnectedness and not feeling like you're understood. And over time, their partners then end up losing complete uh, complete interest in in sex especially with women who feel like they're not being catered for so it's not enough to go marry just because you feel sexual edges it is even more important that your whoever it is that you choose to go commit yourself to also has the capability to be intimate with you 
on every other level that makes you a human being emotionally, intellectually, socially, and every other way that by the time that you get to being intimate on something as intimate and physical as sexual intercourse, that it would already be heightened, that it would just be to consummate all that has already been awakened to, it would be just to put a cherry on top of the love that is already there, the emotional connection that is already there, and just to strengthen it. You know, while sexual union with another can give us a glimpse of the ecstasy of spiritual fulfillment, sex alone can never give us that fulfillment because sexual intimacy is a spiritual connection. It's an emotional connection. It's, it's a social connection. And hopefully the desire for sex that, that satisfies and goes deep will entice us to to open up our lives and become transparent with not just ourselves but with our partners as well because any form of intimacy demands that you you be transparent that you allow yourself to be seen that you allow yourself to to be to be scrutinized that you allow yourself to be naked and that you allow yourself to surrender yourself to to the one that you love sexual intimacy and spirituality both these things are, are both deeply personal and they are both connected to our life force our energy when you think of the fact that through sex a woman gets pregnant and by our spirituality we are able to be reborn and and we become new human beings so our attitudes about life about love care and compassion they are all connected to our feelings about sexuality. So how we perceive the world and how we receive love and care and compassion is all connected to our sexuality. After all, we came to this earth through a sexual act. So if life is sacred, then so is sexuality. But unfortunately, sex has been tremendously defiled in our patri patriarchal culture where sexuality has been paired with shame and control and domination and exploitation and evil so in order for us to heal in order for us to heal our sexuality it means that we need to change our beliefs around sexuality so that we associate sexuality with love and care and joy and devotion and service and commitment and embracing instead of associating sexuality with with shame or guilt or exploitation or just something that must be just be done for the heck of it and to heal ourselves of this negative impressions or beliefs or attitudes about sexuality it means that we will need to embark on a journey where we open our minds to rethink all that we have learned about about sex uh, it means that we have to rethink all that we have learned about sex role stereotypes and and love and sexuality and 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 spirituality it means learning to open up ourselves and and allow, allowing ourselves to be seen and our, allowing ourselves to be embraced and loved. It means getting beyond our self-absorption and, and being able to tap into the wonder and awe of creation. Healing ourselves of our lack of sexuality and spirituality, it, it demands that we go beyond ourselves and that we go beyond our, our comfort and tap into the wonder and awe of of creation and and be in awe of all that can help us deepen our experience with sexuality because sexuality is a place of it should be a source of love of reinforcement of joy and happiness and and comfort and belonging in a relationship 
it should be a place of love it should always be to love another more it should always be to serve another when we are full of tenderness vitality and openness to life it helps us become more sexual beings in the fact that the energy that flows in us is not inhibited it's not stopped by our shame or our feelings or our negative thought patterns about sex or sexuality it helps sex have a flow and and vitality that keeps it alive and fluid and it is very important that we learn to embrace our sexuality as well because what is the point of of living a life where some parts of you are deactivated what is the point of living a, of wanting to live a full life if some parts of you are not embraced uh, or are made to feel as shameful parts that are not worthy of of embracing why is it that we we treat our sexuality like a black sheep in that family or that secret that we keep from the rest of the world sexuality is something that we must learn to love and embrace in ourselves if our lives are in a rut and we are out of touch with something beyond our separate self sex tends to become mechanical and and dull so in a way sex is is beyond just the the intimate act or the physical act it's it's about finding a way of expressing what is going on within my life my inner life so when we are out of touch with something beyond our our separate self it makes it harder for us to enjoy our sexuality we can use all kinds of techniques but they are simply that techniques people tend to have numerous partners or lose interest or lose interest in sex because they are unable to to create a deep loving connection with another human being that is fulfilling because sexual intimacy or sexual fulfillment can never be reached without a deep loving connection with the one that you are intimate with so as a result of this lack of connection or this lack of openness or surrender to one another this lack of devotion and service to another sex then gets reduced to a physical high without the context of of an evolving connection with another human being as a result of the way that sex has been defiled as a result of the way that sex has been made to seem like something that is that should be shameful or something that we should be we shouldn't enjoy freely sex then gets reduced to a physical high and people are just having sexual release with with their partners without truly feeling that genuine connection of love that is all consuming and fulfilling and enjoy giving and due to the way that sexuality is misunderstood this oftentimes a tendency to blame one's partner when that high fades that you weren't exciting enough you just don't do it well you just don't do it enough for me you you're just not wild enough in bed and and rather than realizing that something is missing within we tend to push the blame to our partner that maybe they're just not so good at love making or when in fact genuine sexual intimacy is about having a genuine bond a genuine connection that is based on love and security and belonging and acceptance and and never judging the other so instead of blaming the other you should be wondering what is missing in our relationship how can we get connected better how can we strengthen our emotional connection our intellectual connection our social connection what are the things that we can do together in order to to feel more connected that by the time that we consummate our relationship then it would be even more intimate see there's a tendency to blame and to blame when one is not feeling 
sexually fulfilled by their partner and this leads us to ending up on a futile search for for the part for the perfect partner or and leads us to to a search for for more exotic se- sexual experiences and this pattern needs to be broken the pattern is broken when the person realizes that a sexual high will never quell the underlying restlessness and emptiness which can only be filled with honest heartfelt connections to others so sex having sex with another human being is not sexual intimacy in the same way that sleeping with a prostitute doesn't isn't sexual intimacy for it it lacks that that honesty that heartfelt connection because it lacks that that sense of love on which true and genuine intimacy should be grounded on sexuality grounded in love and commitment and and openness to growth can deepen and strengthen the connection between two people and it can intensify their their sense of intimacy and oneness like like can never like has never been imagined or has never been felt before it's a journey that one must or one must continuously embark on consciously and intently so for when we open our inner world to to our partner and allow that power of our energy to flow through us we naturally open our hearts to them when we open our, ourselves to our inner world to to our partner or the one that we are intimate with we we have created a bondedness between us and a create a room for greater levels of sexual intimacy opening the heart may also put us in touch with our heartaches often times the painful inner feelings and memories that had been buried can resurface often times when two people are intimate and this is why new relationships can feel so bittersweet sometimes you feel love passion and connection partly due to the hormonal rush partly due to the to the hormones and feelings that are awakened during those early stages that comes with a new love then the buried or avoided pain from the past comes to the surface and result in that in that hurt that possessiveness that that's and then it leaves us with fear and it makes us wonder if this is genuine love or if if, if we are not fooling ourselves in in surrendering ourselves to our partners or opening up ourselves to our partners because the painful memories tend to to resurface every time that one who has been uh, sexually violated in the past that the moment that they feel sexually familiar with uh with their partner they they want to draw back because of those painful memories um coming to surface often of sexual violation so if we allow ourselves if our if we allow this parts of our being to surface this hurts this painful memories if we allow them to surface and and we face them directly and heal them we will grow immeasurably if we can just face what it is that is hindering us from from being our most free self or that is hindering us from embracing our own sexuality then we will grow beyond measure and this growth this healing it can be done within the context of of loving relationship if the two partners can become allies to one another in in the sense that if they can begin to work together to to heal old wounds to to love one another beyond the the insecurities if the two partners can can consciously make the decision to to love one another instead of act out against one another if we try to bury our memories and and live out of live out a role that we feel must be played in society in order to maintain a relationship we we will suffer physically emotionally and spiritually if we try to bury our memories and live out a role or if we try to suppress 
our deepest fears or deepest concerns about sexuality and and feeling passion then we we will hurt ourselves emotionally spiritually and physically because we will be hiding very vital parts of our being from our partners and and they will be feeling like they are giving us what we are out to be receiving and they'll be loving us in a way that we feel like we should be loved and and yet you'd be becoming more and more depressed emotionally and and you feel a, a sense of disconnectedness and and you feel your energy being drained and your joy being drained out of you because of that lack of intimacy of in emotion in intellectual material that because of that lack of honesty and trust you see sexuality is something that you are meant to enjoy not something that you are meant to to have a sense of guilt about and yes sex can vary with the fluctuations the fluctuations in in our lives uh, it, it is a it is a very explosive power and a very unstable power that lies within us sometimes it is sweet and tender and other times it is powerful like like the roaring ocean waves and like any like any energy it it changes like seasons like the weather and it is common that new mothers especially they sometimes lose interest in being sexual especially if it seems like a duty uh, or when people are overworked and tired they find that they lack the energy or interest to to pleasure their partner and be open so sexuality is is always a reflection of what's going on in the relationship that level of sexual intimacy is always a reflection of what is going on in the relationship between the two people see a sexuality that sustains is a reflection of our of our inner worlds meeting each other when two people first feel the electricity of of sexual chemistry and attraction sex may usually take center stage and is it is oft, often times very common and prevalent with with new relationships or or relationships that are that are still in the infatuation phase that level of chemistry and and attraction and electricity it may often time take center stage in in the early stages of a relationship and this is fine as long as the two people don't expect sex to be the only clue of that relationship enduring happy couples have very different levels of sexual intensity so you never meant to both have the same level of sexual intensity in order for you to be happy but for the most part those who have sexual chemistry between them from from the start are most likely to have that sexual desire stay alive in a in a long term relationship so it, it is about knowing the other and what makes the other take it is about understanding not just yourself but also understanding your partner and how to pleasure them and how to enjoy intimacy with them you see sexual intimacy sexual chemistry and attraction isn't a guarantee of a of a healthy intimate relationship you know sexual chemistry and attraction is is exploited by by the media people are it's it's exploited by the world we live in by religion and and sexual chemistry can be felt between t- any two people even between people of the same sex it can be felt between anybody however that sexual attraction and chemistry it's not a guarantee of a healthy intimate relationship but it is an important spark that helps keep that relationship vital and alive and it also has to be embraced it also helps people surmount troubles and and do the necessary work to stay together that that sexual attraction and 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 chemistry that is it, it it's also enough to spark parts of our being that 
that spark which is which is our mystical bond with another human being and it is it is something sexuality and spirituality is something that one must consciously grow into you see when people marry or become partnered because they feel like they should or because it is a good idea often the sexuality does not stay alive it does not stay vital because the chemistry is absent because that intimacy on a spiritual level on an emotional level on a soulical level uh, it's just not there so when we are with a partner it's important to remember that sexuality can be like a window to the rest of our relationship whatever is happening or not happening in our relationship may be reflected in the sexual relationship couples with long term satisfying sexual relationship usually realize that when sex isn't going well it reflects something deeper in that relationship it's not just about sex it's 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 like a barometer for the whole relationship now when you find that you are not finding the fulfillment you used to receive in your relationship the question you should be asking yourself or your partner is what is it that we we aren't dealing with what aren't we talking about have you been keeping secrets that have turned into guilt or shame are you have you just resented them because of how they've been treating you how they are unable to love you or find you or how they don't make the effort to know you or to embrace you or to appreciate you what is it that if you've not been speaking about because sexuality is sexuality is something that we all are the sexual beings is what we are in in enduring happy relationship people also realize that the importance of keeping sex alive as an as an intrinsic part of the union is also very important and it is necessary as part of the glue that keeps that special union between two partners it is important that you heal yourself of of all negative thought that that comes with your sexual arousal or that comes with your sexual awareness and it's important that you allow yourself to to love the sensation to 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 experience sexuality without guilt it is important that you learn to to embrace your sexual being as well without feeling guilt or shame or embarrassment that you're able to enjoy your own body without feeling like you're out of place now i've been speaking about sexual intimacy and and the foundation behind it and what stops it but then what about someone who is dealing with the struggle to to be sexually intimate but they have the desire to be sexually intimate with their partner how do you begin getting to that place of sexual intimacy um on my research i made a couple of notes and and this is what i'm sharing with you steps to sexual intimacy um these are some of the steps that i found to be most important to share a first step on the journey to sexual intimacy is to make a commitment to oneself it's to make a commitment to self that i am open to my feelings to knowing myself and to knowing my partner i am open to growth and change so that is the first important step to to sexual intimacy that you be open that you open yourself up to your feelings to knowing yourself and to knowing your partner and it is about opening yourself up to to growth and change because unless you make this commitment you will block your own sexual energy from flowing through you because energy is about allowing ourselves to feel it it's about allowing ourselves to let it flow through us and only by embracing that energy as it flows through us do we elevate to the next level beyond it in other words you, you don't have to dissociate from parts of yourself a second step in in sexual intimacy and liberation 
it's it's a second step is to say to yourself that I am committed to becoming more open, more aware and attuned to listening, understanding and feeling empathy with my partner and all people. Because sexual intimacy that is spiritual is can only be found in being able to understand your partner or being open to to understand and be more aware of your partner to be able to listen and and understand and feel empathy with your partner and all people because having empathy leads us to learning about love to learning about truth and wisdom and and purpose and when we make this commitment it's as if we say um i will not be a god of sex or my partner there's something bigger than i am which i am seeking when we say that i am committed to becoming more open becoming more aware of the environment around me being more attuned to listening to the birds sing being more attuned to feeling the sensations of of the air as it caresses the surface of my skin to being open to enjoying that beautiful sunset or sunrise it is about being attuned to to living and when you realize that when you when you open yourself up to this awareness to when you tune your your spirit to listening and hearing this and being able to understand and feel this level of empathy with yourself with your partner and with your surrounding areas you you realize that you you step into a new room of love you you step onto a whole new playing field of love of truth of wisdom and of purpose and when we make this this commitment we become better people we grow to new levels we never thought we would you know it's like saying my partner is traveling beside me on on my journey of life and and we can learn from each other and become helpmates and however we must always realize that we can't replace the need to to seek out the meaning of our lives as intertwined with all of life we we cannot get so obsessed with our partners that we 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 feel like they can replace our need to be individuals our need to to seek out meaning for ourselves because i believe that love making is about bringing two separate journeys into one and healing one another and realigning each other's journey to each other's path a third step to to healing sexual our sexuality is to say to ourselves i will allow my playfulness my creativity and joy to come alive in all that i do and as we come alive and as we become open to our creativity and feel the joy in our lives we bring a bright energy to our spirit we as we become more open to life and creativity and feel the joy we bring a bright energy to our spirit to our body our sexuality and and our partner it is very important that we we learn to embrace our sexuality so we are able to live life that is more fulfilled so that we are able to live life that is more more heightened more enlightened more more passionate more ecstatic more divine more magnificent because you see um our culture our society has had so much effect on sexuality that sexuality alone cannot create a bond between two people although the popular media would lead us to believe that this is possible i mean advertisements are abound with images of of thin young women with flawless clothes and and complexions linked to the arm of of this handsome tough cool man next to this fancy car or a bottle of scotch and the goal is always to pass sex with looks or possessions and age in order to sell all kinds of products that supposedly make you more sexually desirable this is how our society has exploited it and in reality some some very ordinary people who are not as sexy who are not as cool they actually have positive sustained sex life and some very rich attractive people do not 
enjoy that same level of sexual intimacy. So sexual attraction and sexual desire isn't shouldn't be confused for sexual intimacy. For anyone in, in our culture, it, it, or in this culture that we live in, it, it, it takes a lot of work to cast out the negative images of sexuality which we have been taught and which have been reinforced in our, in our minds. And enduring sexual intimacy is, is about what we bring on the outside. It's about what we bring on the inside. It's, it's about our joy. Sexual intimacy and spirituality is about our joy, our love, our passion. It's about bringing out the, the humor and, and the ability to care and accept another person as they are. It's about being able to care and embrace another person as they are and love them and love their body and every aspect of their being as it is. Too often, um, we mistaken sexual attraction or sexual intimacy for seduction. And in reality, seduction is, is, is about overpowering someone for self-centered reasons. It's a, false, it's a false way to feel powerful. And this is what happens with most relationships where partners manipulate one another into having sexual intimacy, into having sexual intercourse instead of having the patience and the love and the understanding to, to first want to explore one another, to first want to reinforce the level of connectedness with one another. And that's why we, we have so many songs uh, which would be like, stay with me, baby, will you still be here tomorrow? Or what happens the night after? Um, I'm thinking of a few songs like, where do we go from here? And because people seduce one another into bed and and they want to then let everything happen automatically after that and they then ask uh, what happens next and hoping that out of the sex love can grow and that is not how it works you know research shows that oftentimes because of how we are wired men are sexual beings then they feel sexual edges due to their biology and oftentimes they're not they have sex as just the way of relieving their sexual edges, their biological, hormonal, sexual edges. And on the other side, women have sex so to feel love and show love and, and express love and feel connected to another human being and feel that emotional connectedness and feel and, and be served by their lover. And as a result, two people oftentimes come into a state of love making for two separate reasons and after the ecstasy is worn off after that high of sexual uh, physical sensations has worn off they wonder why they feel disconnected and they wonder why they feel used why they feel uneasy i mean because all the sweet talk is wonderful before the sex but but afterwards when the partner rolls over and a, a chasm opens between us there's an empty lonely feeling unless that sexual act was was founded on love and and awareness and understanding of the other and serving and devotion of the other that's because the sex was more about exploitation and a short-term high than an expression of love and care so a lot of people go through relationships feeling exploited, feeling used, and many people are feeling unhappy in their marriages, in their union with their partners, whether you are straight or gay, whether it is between, um, whether it's you are married or just dating, or whether you're just in a long-term relationship. There are people who are feeling miserable in their sexual relationships because of that lack of intimacy because of that lack of understanding of what sexual intimacy and spirituality is all about it's about connecting us to a higher power it is about helping us reach to new levels of creativity where our thought processes are thinking on a higher frequencies where we have a new heightened level of appreciation and awareness and love for the world I'm going to quote from the book, Women, Sex, and Addiction. And this excerpt really stood out for me. And 
I hope that every woman would be able to listen to this, especially that every woman who's ever given herself to another human being in sex or in sexual intercourse, hoping to be loved back. I hope that every woman who's ever gone through that and has felt empty or abandoned or used in one way or the other, I hope that you listen to this next words and I open quote, sex is not proof of being loved. Sex is not proof of being attractive. Sex doesn't cure problems. Sex doesn't mean, doesn't mean you are lovable. Sex is not assurance against abandonment, even if you are terrific in bed. Sexuality is not always about partners and orgasms. It is related to the way we live in our bodies and experience the sensual pleasures of life. We can be alive to our senses, yet not be controlled by them. We can feel connected to the wonder of life and when we smell bread baking, slowly eating a juicy, a juicy peach or taste that velvet cake or, or gaze at the moon passing through hazy clouds. Connecting to our sexual energy is also about feeling joy and passion that come from honest conversation giving to others, being in nature, being active and being of service. Close quote. That is a quote from Women's Sex and Addiction. I forgot who wrote the book, but I find it so profound that the author being a woman reinforced to all people reading that sex is not proof of being loved. It's not proof of being attractive or it doesn't cure problems and it doesn't mean that you are lovable it doesn't it's not an assurance against abandonment you know so so many people spend so much time trying to look sexy and be sexy when in fact sexual intimacy is about knowing one another it's about being open with one another it's about sharing parts of one another that we would normally wouldn't share with one another with another human being it's about connecting to our sexual energy and and feeling joy like we haven't felt before if we think of the body mind and spirit as one then to have a sense of wholeness associated with our sexuality is to be tuned into all aspects of our being our spiritual life our senses our feelings and thoughts i believe that's what sexuality is all about because sexuality is meant to encompass what we fully are, who we're meant to be. It's meant to uh, heighten everything else that is already happening in our life. Sexuality is something we each possess and have available for our pleasure, whether or not we are with a partner. In many ways, the spiritual journey is about making love to ourselves in a myriad of ways. It's not just about having a partner, it's, it's about listening to our hearts and being honest, following our calling in life. It's sexuality and spirituality is about giving ourselves pleasures and tapping into the wonder of, of the life force energy which God has granted us all to, to be able to reach that universal energy that, that lives within us. Part of our sexual awakening can also be through making physical love to ourselves, taking time to, to pleasure ourselves, getting to know our bodies and, and feel comfortable with our smells, our sensations and, and our erotic feelings. You know, this could be a very important step to our own sexual awakening, to be able to embrace our body and, and understand our own beings without shame or or embarrassment or guilt to understand that it is all natural that it is all meant to be embraced it's important not to depend solely on another person for sexual pleasure we need to know it belongs to each of us and it, it is ours to experience and enjoy for some for some people the spiritual journey will entail a choice of celibacy and this may be for a given period of of time it or it may be with the intent to connect with people in a, in a non-sexual way or to change our internal messages 
it's important that the choice of celibacy come with an inner evolution rather than from arbitrary external rules or a desire to control unwanted sexual feelings. We, we cannot escape the power of our sexuality. We either become at peace with it or, or it remains a troublesome force within that creates confusion, shame, and separatedness from our spirituality. If we are, if we are to celebrate yet still be obsessed with sex, it, it would be controlling our lives. And, and too often people who, who sexually perpetrate on others have created this suppressed, repressed world uh, of duality of sex as an evil force within them. And, and they become obsessed with sex in a negative way, in a non-fulfilling way. And the problem with repression is that it usually goes out of control eventually. And this is where people end up cheating on their husbands or wives. And I mean, how can we become at ease with sexuality when, when we've taken a vow against it? You know, feeling conflicted about sex sometimes stems from, from rigid teachings about sex and, and experiences that we've had and... It is important that we be we make conscious decisions to outgrow it. My name is Tepo H. Malowa. And welcome to yet another episode of The Frozen Thoughts Diary. Sexuality and spirituality. Sexual intimacy and spirituality. Frozen thoughts. <laughs>